0: Welcome to R, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is R Slash Entitled Parents, where OP smacks an entitled father with a baseball bat. Our next Reddit post is from Ravenholt. This story is about my wife's parents and their retirement plan. A key detail here is that for years her parents have been pressuring us to buy a house with extra rooms. I didn't know why until not too long ago. So last year, my wife explained to me that our parents were retiring early to enjoy life. They're around 50. They sold their house and most of their belongings. They decided to spend most of their summers in a camper. So far, so good. But here's the kicker. The basis of their plan is that they plan on living with their kids for the rest of the year when the camping grounds are closed. The grounds close in September, so this means they need somewhere to go for the remaining eight months of the year. Now, I should mention that they only have two children, my wife and her sister. This is their plan until the day they die. All their money is going into seeing the world and camping, nothing else. And if they ever get sick and can't travel anymore, you got it. It's now our responsibility because they'll have no money for a special care home or nurse by then. I told my wife that I am not okay with this. We have a child and I'm looking forward to the day when we're done raising him and we can do the things that we want. To me, living with her parents, seeing them every day, every meal, watching TV with us, is a nightmare scenario. I do like them, so that's not the issue. I just don't want to be burdened by an older couple that I would essentially be responsible to feed in-house. Thankfully, my wife totally agreed with me that it's a garbage idea. We have our own life to live. They don't show it much, but I can tell they're offended and feel rejected. But honestly, it was a terrible idea, and when I get to be that age, I won't have the luxury of living off my kid, and I certainly would feel like a piece of garbage if I expected that of him. And no, you're not going to mooch off of me to make me probably have to work until I'm 75. So my question to you is, am I the butthole? I feel like if I'm going to work my butt off, I want to enjoy my free time. I don't want to take care of an older couple that decided they should just quit their responsibilities and pawn them off to one of their kids who are just starting off their married lives. My wife's sister is okay with this, and her parents spent all of winter and spring over at her place with no issues. Personally, I feel this is gross entitlement. Seriously, of course I would take care of my parents if they fell sick or fell on hard times, but who just decides to live off of other people just because? OP, it would be a different situation if they were too broke to afford living on their own, but that's not the case at all. They had a comfortable financial situation, and they decided to blow all their money on travel and force you to pick up the pieces. Our next Reddit post is from Fickless Pickle. So, to start things off, my wife, who I'll call Emily, was always a bit entitled because she'd grown up with wealthy parents and truly was one of those keep me in a lifestyle which I've become accustomed to types. I accepted that because I knew it was her parents that made her that way and that these learned behaviors could be unlearned just by existing in real life and she truly had a wonderful side. She could be generous and loving and truly cared about the people she allowed into her life. I think this also played into her entitled parent status though because she expected others to be as generous as she could be and she was fiercely and blindly protective of her children unable to see how she or they were in the wrong until after the fact when it had been explained to her in excruciating detail. All this to say, she had a big disconnect between how she thought people should behave versus what was actually appropriate and realistic from strangers. With that picture painted, here's what happened. We were at Tesco's with my youngest daughter who has mild autism and struggles to understand social situations. You may also know that people with autism have a distorted sense of self and can be very self-centered. My daughter collects Funko Pops and is currently obsessed with Harry Potter. She wanted the Luna Lovegood with the lion headdress one, and every time we went into Tesco, she would run to the toy aisle to see if they had it. So we arrive at Tesco's, and she runs straight to the toy aisle. We follow behind at a distance to allow her time to browse without us looking over her shoulder. She was out of sight for longer than a minute, and we heard her scream. We both ran over in a panic and we found my daughter trying to pry the Funko Pop out of another young girl's hands. The other young girl is in a wheelchair and clearly has severe learning difficulties. I know that you'll judge my daughter here, but please keep in mind that she has autism and learning disabilities herself. The girl in the wheelchair is trying to hold the Funko Pop out of reach and her mom is standing to the side of her trying to get between my daughter and hers without touching my daughter. It was a trying task. My wife stomps over and immediately starts in on the mother. Don't you dare touch my daughter! The other mother, with the patience of a saint, looks at my wife and says, I'm not, I'm trying to stop her hurting my daughter. I get a bit annoyed at this because my daughter has never been violent to anyone, but I could see why she would make this assumption given what was happening. My wife did not see this. She instantly started shouting, How dare you? What do you think she is, some kind of monster? She would never hurt an R-word person. She just wants the Funko Pop. If you would just give it to her, she would leave you alone. She looked at the girl and said, give it to her now. The other mom instantly stepped into my wife's face and very calmly warned her that if she calls her daughter that again, she will beat the stuffing out of her. My wife looked to me for help, but I just stood there. The truth is, I was about to intervene on behalf of the other mother. I was so full of rage at my wife that she would call another child the R-word given our own daughter's issues and how upset my daughter had gotten when she had been called that exact word in the past. I knew right then that this woman that I had chosen to marry was a vile human being. They argued back and forth for a little bit with no real resolution. Meanwhile, I picked up my daughter to try to stop her from grabbing the young girl's Funko Pop. Their argument was pretty mundane with the usual things you'd expect. The mother explained that she didn't have to give up the toy because her daughter had picked it up first. We later found out that there were plenty of other Luna Lovegood Funko Pops on the shelf. It wasn't even the only one left. And my wife had the audacity to tell this woman that my daughter needed it because she has autism and her daughter didn't. At this point, I got fed up and intervened. I cut my wife off and apologized profusely to the mother and offered to buy her the toy. She, not so politely, but also understandably declined. As the other mother left, my wife began screaming at me about how I should have defended her. I explained to my wife that I would have nothing to say to her until we got to the car. I noticed the remaining Luna Lovegood pops and let my daughter choose another. My wife followed me around, trying to engage me in conversation, but I ignored her for the most part, and I reiterated that I had no intention of speaking to her. I had never been so disgusted by anyone in my life and the idea that this woman was the mother of my child made me feel sick. I later explained to her why she was wrong and she began to get it but the damage had been done. I couldn't be with someone who would use that word to describe someone who had it even worse than our own daughter. We ended up divorcing over something else weeks later but in the back of my mind at that moment that was the beginning of the end. Man, that story is depressing, OP. I think one of the biggest problems that someone can have is just a complete lack of empathy. Unfortunately, it sounds like your ex-wife just doesn't have an empathetic bone in her body. I mean, maybe she shows empathy for people in her family, but that's the whole point of empathy. It's universal. If you can't show empathy to strangers, then you're just a selfish douchebag. Our next Reddit post is from Jalji. I'm a high school student, and I recently had to do a science project. The teacher gave us half a year, and most kids just procrastinated. I pulled a couple of late nights trying to finish it, so the science fair rolls around and I set my project up. It had something to do with aerodynamics and car shapes, if you're wondering. I go grab something I left in my mom's car, and as I'm walking back, I see some woman reading my project. I didn't really care, I just finished setting up my project and went back to class. At break, I came back and I saw the same woman with someone who I assumed to be her son still standing at my project. It seems sus, but I was too lazy to shoo them off. So everyone had a designated time slot during the day where you were supposed to be present with your parent, and it was posted in the gym. Unfortunately, I had to finish a math test before I could go, and my mom and dad both worked too far away to come and help me. When I got there, the judges were talking to the same mom and kid at my project. So I ran over, and the mom was talking to the judges about my project. Except she was giving all the credit to her lazy son. Basically, she read all of my information on the project, then taught it to her lazy son to regurgitate to the judges. I intervened. Hey, this is my project, not this entitled mom's and her stupid son's. Who are you? The owner of this project. No, this is my son's project. No, it isn't. Is his name OP? The judges were confused at this point. At this point, the entitled mother starts yelling. My son deserves this more than you then he should have done the work. He needs a win for a scholarship. So do I. The judges try to intervene, with the stupid son telling the judges that this was his project. Eventually, a teacher rolls around and points out that the project has my name, not the lazy kid's name. The entitled mother and her lazy son are kicked out, and I present my work to the judges. Later, I learn the lazy son had to repeat one class again since it was a benchmark. If anyone was wondering, I got third place, but I think it was just a pity prize, to be honest. Nah, OP, the real prize was being able to shut down a Karen and her lazy son. Our next Reddit post is from Baby Girl are Some context. My job allows you to request time off a month in advance. We always push you to ask further out so they have more time to find coverage. Days requested are first come, first serve. We are required to work all holidays except for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Other holidays are usually requested way earlier in the year, so later requests are denied. Holidays are usually requested at least six months in advance. A few of my coworkers were all discussing their Halloween plans with their kids today. They were complaining about not being able to take their kids out because they'd been scheduled to work in the evening and had been denied their request. The conversation took a turn that I should have expected, but I was surprised regardless. One of the women was significantly more upset than the others and told the group, I requested Halloween off two months ago and they didn't give it to me. I was going to take my kids to a pumpkin patch. They gave the day off to Mike and he doesn't even effing have kids. He's going to go out and get drunk while my kids cry at home. Only moms here should be allowed to take Halloween off. We have kids to take out. All these other women agreed very loudly and kept ranting about other holidays and how it's wrong to not prioritize women with kids over people who just want a party. The most ironic thing from all of this is that I've heard that woman brag about how she only likes being a mom on holidays because she gets the day off. Then she gets pissed off that she doesn't get Halloween off and I have a hunch that it has nothing to do with her kids. I guess you just don't get to enjoy the holidays if you don't have children. Down in the comments we have this story from Dances with Trout. A little bit off topic, but this reminds me of my old boss. It was decades ago, but I still remember it very clearly. I was new to the job. Maybe I'd been there a year or so. Since I hadn't accrued much sick leave, I hadn't taken any time off because I was trying to build up vacation time to use in case I got sick or something. Then one day I wanted a day off, I think to take my wife and kids somewhere. I met with my boss and said, Carla, I'd like to take next Tuesday off because... She cut me off mid-sentence and said... OP, don't ever tell your manager why you want to take some time off. Just ask for it. You've accumulated the time off. You're entitled to it. Just take it. If you tell me or any other manager why you want to take the time off, you put them in a position of being able to decide whether your needs are important enough. It's not relevant. If you want to take a day off so you can stay home, drink beer, and watch cartoons, well, that's none of my freaking business. So yeah, by all means, take the day off. She was maybe the best boss that I ever had. I agree with Carla here, but I tried that at my last job before I became a professional YouTuber and they did not like it. But then they fired me and now I'm a pro YouTuber, so all's well that ends well, I guess. Our next Reddit post is from Nada JoJo. Some context. I was 11 when this happened and my mom was about 8 months pregnant with my little brother. Her live-in boyfriend was a massive waste of DNA and usually took his frustrations out on me. When this happened, he thought that I was at my grandmother's because my mom's dietary changes while being pregnant were causing me health problems. But I was over helping her with housework and I'd been playing games for about an hour at the time of the incident. So this douchebag had gotten home at about 8 or 9 p.m. and he was already in a bad mood for some reason. My mom went to ask him to stop shouting because the last time the neighbors came over because he was so loud and she didn't want to have to explain that one again. Honestly, I didn't blame her. She was pregnant, her feet hurt, and she was in the hospital for kidney stones like three days before this happened, so she was tired and frustrated. Apparently, this douchebag decided that he had to be mad at her and started shouting obscenities at my mother, which led to me grabbing a baseball bat I kept under my bed and sneaking closer to hear. Well, right as I got within range, I saw his hand fly up, and I'd seen that gesture before. He was about to hit my pregnant mother. So my first reaction was to swing that bat into his leg as hard as I could. And when he went down, I hit him maybe three or four more times at full force. Mind you, even though I was a child, I was certainly not weak. And I knew to hit him in his knees. And wrist. apparently. I nailed his left wrist at one point. My mother called my grandma on 911, which resulted in a cop car and an ambulance. The cops asked what happened as they loaded him into the ambulance, and he tried to say that I assaulted him unprompted. That's when my grandma came to defend me and interjected that, one, I have never hit someone without being hit first, and two, my mom and her boyfriend were constantly fighting. She said they could go ask the neighbors and the neighbors backed her up. When the cops asked why I hit him so hard that I broke at least one knee for sure, I stated, he could hit me and I'd probably hide since he's bigger than me, but he was going to hit my mom and she's pregnant. I didn't want the baby to get hurt, so I hurt him first and made sure that he wouldn't do it again. My mom agreed to press charges for assault, child endangerment, and child abuse. The cops were also informed of how he verbally, mentally, and emotionally abused me, and my grandma had at least one voice recording of this happening in the past. I wasn't able to go to the trial because I was a child, but luckily my grandma had physical proof of his abuse. Later, I found out that he was only granted weekend visitation at my mom's convenience and he had to pay child support. A few years later, he got himself arrested for some reason and he had his visitation rights revoked by the court. So yeah, don't mess with my mom and don't mess with my little brother. My family will ruin you. Nothing was more gratifying than knowing this man can no longer see his only child because he thought he could get away with being an abusive dick. This reminds me of that Dr. Seuss book, Hop on Pop, except instead of hopping on pop, you're wailing on him with a baseball bat. That was our slash Entitled Parents, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.